welcome all of you to today's service. Now, the word that was laid in my heart was to say, God, renew my vigor. God, just renew my vigor. You know, the other day I was driving past a park and on my left I could see about five people in the park sleeping and from the quick glance I could see that these were not homeless people. It was early in the morning. These were people that had woken up in the morning and gotten dressed fully, clean clothes, ready to go to work or to look for work in town but they were sleeping in the park and fully clothed, no blanket, nothing, which shows that they were from somewhere and they were just there because of something. And I remember speaking to my son and saying, you know, the picture that I see there is of a person who woke up in the morning wanting to go and do something, but at some point in time, they were discouraged. At some point in time, they found themselves in this park. Now, what clicked in my mind was that as we walk in life, there come situations where someone is discouraged by one reason or the other, where someone's zeal to do something is taken away. And I was just hurt because I was like, God, I pray that you give them zeal again. You renew their vigor again. Whether it is because they were looking for a job and they haven't found a job in these times when people have lost jobs, God, Give them vigor to wake up again. It's still early in the morning for someone to be fully clothed, well-dressed and sleeping at a park. So today's word, I'm just speaking from my heart to say, God, we are out there. People, your children are out there, my father. They are saying, renew my vigor again, Lord. There could be disappointments because of different things, but God Renew my vigor again. Lord, renew my vigor again. Our scripture is taken from Haggai 2. We will read from verses 1 to 9. If I can just give a prelude of what had happened here. In Haggai chapter 2, we are seeing the children of God have returned from exile. And they are being commissioned or challenged to rebuild a temple. Now, the main thing that we are going to be looking at here is the fact that they were trying to rebuild but were disappointed. And as they were disappointed, the zeal, the vigor, the encouragement that they need to rebuild, I'm saying child of God, the encouragement that you need to rebuild is what we are talking about. The encouragement that you need to continue with the purpose that God has given you. The vigor that you need to just wake up and not be someone without a purpose on earth. Because I am telling you, child of God, each and every one of you, God has purposed something for you. Whether it is within your career, whether it is within your business, whether it is in ministry, whether it is in government, you have been purposed for something. And the vigor that we need, child of God, is what we are saying. 
God, give me vigor again. And we are going to be talking about the disappointments that come. And I can tell you, child of God, disappointments are one instrument that is used by the devil to take away or blind you from the glory that stands between what is happening now and what God's promise for you is on the other side. So reading Haggai 2 from 1 to 9 reads as follows. In the seventh month of the 21st of the month, the word of the Lord came by Haggai the prophet saying, Speak now to Zerubbabel of the son of Sheltiel, governor of Judah, and to Joshua the son of Jehoshadan, the high priest, and to the remnant of the people. You must say this, who is left amongst you who saw the temple in the former glory? Now, child of God, God is asking them because there was a big temple that had been built, a majestic, beautiful, golden temple that had been built by Solomon and was destroyed 66 years to be exact ago from this time. So some of them had seen it and they were supposed to rebuild that. Even in our days, children of God, there are instances where you've been at your best, where you've seen people be at their best, where you're trying to rebuild and you feel with your strength, with your ambition, it does not come to what others have done. But I'm here to tell you, child of God, that the God that you serve can give you the vigor, can give you the strength to get to where the others have gotten. Even if it doesn't get to where the others have gotten, you will see from what God says here, it is going to be even better in his eyes because of the promises he has given. And also, where it reminds me of what the word says with children of God, in that if you're a child of God, your life keeps improving, the word says. It keeps improving in such a way that it is like the morning sun, which keeps getting lighter and lighter until the brightest during the midday. In a child of God's life, the former days are not as good as the latter days. I'm telling you, child of God, that your better days are ahead of you. So God asks them, he says, who is left among you who saw this temple in its former glory? And how do you see it now in comparison with it? Is this not in your eyes as nothing? Now, I like this because when he's asking them, he's saying, what you are seeing now, what you are rebuilding now, does it not look like it's nothing compared to what you've seen? Sometimes the things that discourage you, you are looking for a job, but every time you go somewhere, the job they're about to give you doesn't look as much as where you were retrenched. I'm saying to you, child of God, don't mind that because God is here promising you to say the glory of the former house will not be like that of the latter house. You will hear as we read along. He says now, is this not in your eyes nothing? Now the problem here, child of God, is not that the things that we see are nothing. It is just the devil. That is why he says, is it not in your eyes 
nothing. Because what God is saying is that what is in your eyes nothing is in my eyes something. What is in your eyes, what looks like nothing in your eyes, in my eyes is something. I've given you the best that I have and I want you to take, have the vigor, have the courage, have the energy to continue. Have ambition. Don't look at the fact that right now you don't have money for this, for that. Rely on the fact that God has called you to hear this message because God knows that he will give you, he will give you the wisdom for it. He will give you the encouragement for it. He will give you the knowledge that no other will have because he has said, I'm looking at it with my eyes. I'm not looking at it with your own eyes. You are just seeing a shabby temple that you're building for me, but I'm seeing a better temple to come here because my glory will be in it. I'm seeing a better opportunity for you because my glory will be in it. I'm seeing a better job for you because my glory will be in it. I'm seeing a better marriage for you because my glory will be in it. I'm seeing a better life for you. I'm seeing a stronger you. I'm seeing a healthier you because what you are building now you are building with me and I am saying it will have my glory in it. So child of God don't look at things with your own eyes because I'm telling you if you look at things with your own eyes you will not see the glory of God in things. It reminds me of Paul who was before Saul. Saul looked at the children of God and all he could see from the children of God he thought these were the ones that were not preaching the word of God so he started persecuting everyone who was talking about Jesus but it was because he was seeing with his human eyes and Jesus had to first blind him as he was on the road of Damascus and then the man to open his eyes and scales came off so that he could now see differently and he said now I see Lord it is you Jesus who these are your children that I've been persecuting and from that day onward he could see differently see differently child of God so it says here he's asking them in comparison with it is it in your eyes as nothing Comparison is one thing that has led a lot of children of God to be disappointed because we compare. We either compare what we have with what our friends have, what we have with what the enemy has, what we have with what our family has. And it's gotten worse even now because we have social media, we have the world out there. We don't only compare what we have with that, we compare it with the world. And it makes what we have so small and it discourages you. And you find yourself sitting, not even trying hard. I'm saying, renew their strength, Lord. Show them, my God, that the glory of what is to come in their lives is nothing compared to their neighbors. The glory of what is to come in your life, child of God, is nothing compared to any of the things you see, either on social media or what. Just focus on what God has promised you because once it has God in it, I can assure you it will fly. One of the ways that I do things, when I'm working on something, I don't just put it 
too much out there to say this is this is this is because you know what it is between me and God and I don't want to compare with others so that I cannot be discouraged. I can stay encouraged and focused because the devil looks for discouraging things. So he says, are you not looking at it and comparing with your eyes? And then it goes on to say, yet now be strong. He first says, be strong, Zerubbabel. Be strong, Joshua. He's talking to the leaders. And he further goes on to say, and all of you be strong. This word for me was touching because it was saying we should be strong. You know, when you are strong, sometimes it just means you must just walk, wake up, work, wake up, do something. Don't just sit because when you sit, you allow the devil to start talking to you and discouraging you and giving you the discouragement, the disappointment. So the children, God was saying, be strong. You know, I was thinking about being strong and how you can actually succeed in not be discouraged and let your energies down. It reminded me of these days how I keep myself and it's helped that I have the weights and some instruments that my husband bought because for years he's always liked to use weights whilst I'm the person that used to believe in cardio, running and all of that. But all of a sudden I use weights. Now, the big weights I've realized for me, to be able to keep doing, I don't think about it. I look at a weight and I take and I lift and I lift. And I find if I don't think about it, I will pick it up. But if I contemplate, the devil starts saying, that weight is big. Actually, you've done enough for the day. That weight is big. You can stop now. Actually, there's also tomorrow. You can continue. You've done that. You've done uh, It's enough. And then you discourage yourself. So for me to do more exercises in a day, I find I will just pick, I will grab, I will lift, I will pull. In that way, I find myself strengthened. So I'm saying, child of God, instead of contemplating what to do next, keep doing. Instead of contemplating what to pick up next, keep picking up. Instead of contemplating, can you do it or not, keep doing it because your strength comes back. The more you do it, the more you achieve, you find you get encouraged. So when the word was saying to these children of God, be strong, says the Lord, and all of you people of the land, says the Lord, be strong. He further goes on to say, and work for I am with you. So they had to work, children of God. He was just encouraging them to work. So when we are saying, God, give us more vigor, give us more vigor to do the work, give us more vigor to do your work, give us more vigor for everything, my God, that you've purposed us, so that we don't find ourselves lying down somewhere without strength and not doing anything. We are here, my God, to pray for vigor. I'm saying, my God, give them, each and every one of them, because there is more beyond that. So verse 5 says, according to the word that I covenanted with you when you came out of Egypt, so my spirit amongst you, do not fear. For thus says the Lord of hosts, once more I will shake heaven and earth and the sea and dry land, 
I will shake all nations and they shall come to the desire of all nations. And I will fill this temple with glory. Hallelujah, says the Lord of hosts. The silver is mine. The gold is mine, says the Lord of hosts. The glory of this latter temple shall be greater than the former, says the Lord of hosts. And I like the last part where it says, And in this place I will give peace, says the Lord of hosts. You know why I love where it says, I will give peace. Peace. It is because peace is what we all need and peace is what we get when we get Jesus into our lives. Let me not run ahead of myself because we are going to get there. So we've read the scripture where God was talking to the children of God who were disappointed. They had stopped building and he was giving them encouraging words. They had stopped building because they had seen that what they were building was shabby compared to what Solomon had built. So I'm just saying to you, child of God, don't compare because what God is doing in your life is even better. And we don't judge things by how they look because we are looking at them with God's eyes. If it had been so, I'm reminded of when the three wise men were looking for Jesus. And as they were walking and looking for Jesus, it took two months for them to get to where Jesus is. For bringing gold, silver, all these big gifts, for them to find him in a place that did not look like a palace. They were not disappointed because they knew what matters is what is inside. If what you are doing has Jesus in it and has the glory of God and has the blessing of God, it doesn't matter what is on the outside because with time it will show the glory that is inside will spill onto the outside child of God. I'm just saying, take whatever you are doing and do it with vigor, with strength because with due cause, with due time, it will show that it has Jesus in it. It will show that it has the mark of God within it. So here you are looking at a situation where they are discouraged, but God is promising them that, listen, beyond, if you can just flatten this discouragement, beyond this discouragement, there is glory. Beyond this discouragement, the glory of this house will be even much better. So even now, God is saying, just flatten this discouragement. It doesn't matter whether you didn't pass well at school. Don't be discouraged. It's the devil that's showing you that you can still become something. Don't let discouragement and the labels of the world show you who you are. Only God's promises, God's word, God's life is in us that will show us who we are. So here the devil is using disappointment. It's an old trick of the devil to use disappointment. He flags it all the time. Because he knows when he's flashing this tool of disappointment, children will just sit down because disappointment can be very hard. Dissatisfaction can be very hard. Disillusion can be very hard. But if you look at it and look at it with Jesus' eyes and realize, no, 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 no. It is the 
devil that is using this so that I don't get to where I'm going, so that I don't get to the glory of the latter house. We saw it even with the children of Israel, child of God. They had seen what God could do, opening the sea and all of it. But he started showing them things and saying, look, you don't have meat. All you're eating is manna. Look, you've been traveling for so long. Look, there's giants there. This is the trick of the devil, to show you things that will disappoint you so that you lose the vigor, so that you lose the strength, so that you lose the power. But what God does, what God says is that he will renew our strength. He will renew our vigor. I'm praying again today and saying, God, you are going to renew our strength. You are going to renew our vigor so that we do not get robbed of the purpose that you've purposed us on earth. We do not get robbed of all the things that God, you've promised us, and we've seen them because we have you in us. Now, as I was analyzing the word of God here, one thing stood out for me, and when it stood out, I just marveled at it in that God was saying to me, when we look at the children of Israel, this was in the Old Testament before Jesus came. He even says in the word, if we read in the word, it says there in verse 5, it says, My spirit remains amongst you. And in 4, he did say, I am with you. Now, he says, I am with you. I am amongst you. Now, you can see here, God is saying, I am amongst you. I am with you. Now, how privileged are we, children of God, that we are living on a new dispensation, children of God, where now it's a different situation. Jesus is in you, and when he's in you, he is the one that gives you the vigor. He is the one that gives you the encouragement. He is the one that helps you to stand up, and I'm praying for more ambitious people, for more vigor, for more grace in your life. Because we need the strength. We need to be renewed. Because children of God, a lot is happening in the world. And we need the strength that comes with Jesus. We see Jesus walking. And as he's walking, there's a story that I want to touch today. This one is a story that shows us the compassion of Jesus, which shows us that as much as right now you may feel that you need encouragement, Jesus' compassion, he hears you right now. We see him at the pool of Bethesda. In the pool of Bethesda, there was a man who had been there for 38 years. Now, what I like about this story, child of God, is that it just shows a situation whereby we are talking about a, a man who is healed at the pool of Bethesda. He was desperate. He was discouraged. For 38 years, he was lying down like the man that I saw at the park. You know, discouragement drains energy. You feel like you have no vigor. This man had no vigor, no energy. Despite the fact that he was crippled, a lot can cripple us children of God. Especially when you look back and the things that you look back at are the negative things. That is why I'm going to encourage you, child of God, that for us to keep the renewed vigor that we are going to live with today, stop looking back. And if you look back, only look back at the good things. 
Because even the children of God in Israel, they could have looked back and seen only the goodness of God and used only the goodness of God to encourage them and not use the things that didn't go well to discourage them. So I'm saying, child of God, look back to see only the good things, not the bad things. So here is someone who's discouraged. 38 years, he couldn't get to the pool. And Jesus, out of all the people, just goes to him. And because he has compassion. I'm saying even today, Jesus has compassion for you. He knows where you've been discouraged. He knows what you are saying, God, because of this, I cannot do that. Because discouragement has that thing. And that's why the devil uses it out of all the tools. Because he knows when we are discouraged, we cannot go beyond. We lie down by the pool of Bethesda. For 38 years, this man says, I could not go in. I could not dip myself into the pool because before I jump in, somebody else has jumped in. And I'm sure he had even stopped trying at this point because of discouragement. But beyond the discouragement lies power. Beyond the discouragement lies the things of God that God has for you, child of God. Beyond the discouragement lies the glory that you are going to come and wave later on. So when we read the scripture, I'll just read briefly. It says, we'll start from verse 2. Now there in Jerusalem, by the ship gate, a pool, which is called in Hebrew, Bethesda, having five porches. In these lay a great multitude of six people, blind, lame, paralyzed, waiting for the moving of the water. This reminds me today... There are so many people that are lame in one way, spiritually lame because of discouragement, paralyzed by discouragement, blinded by disappointments. But listen to this. Disappointments, I just call them focusing on the negative and not the positive because I speak a lot to people being in ministry and what I've realized that disappointments are because we look at things with our eyes. And sometimes I'm in tears because I see them in God's eyes. And I'm like, but that's not how it is. You are seeing this. You are seeing this. You are seeing this. And when I look at it, I see this. I see this. And I'm like, it is the devil that is discouraging you. So I'm saying children of God. To me, disappointments are focusing on the negative and not the positive. So I'm saying, child of God, here, this man needed someone to put him in the pool. But Jesus, with his compassion, says to him, when Jesus saw him lying there and knew that he already had been in that condition for a long time, he said to him, do you want to be made whole? The sick man answered him, say, I have no man to put me into the pool when the water is stirred up, but while I'm coming, another steps down before me. Jesus said, rise, take up your bed and walk. And immediately the man was made well, took up his bed and walked. And that day was the Sabbath. Now Jesus is asking him, do you want to be made well? Even today, 
Jesus is asking you, do you want your vigor to be renewed? Do you want renewed vigor? Do you want to wake up with so much energy, with so much encouragement, with so much ambition that you don't know what to do with it? And I'm saying, child of God, that is what I want for you. And I'm sure Jesus wants it for you as well because of his compassion. Because it is useless to walk on this earth as if things have ended when God has blessed you with so many years. So walk with the vigor. Have renewed vigor, child of God. And how you can do this is only with Jesus. Jesus gave this man renewed life, a renewed beginning, a renewed life. He could wake up and do things. And I'm saying, child of God, as you are being renewed in your vigor, in your strength, and you are being again made to feel like yourself so that you can be able to approach the world and do what you need to do, I'm saying to you, child of God, be like this man. Pick up your mat and do exactly like he did. He picked up his mat and he walked into the synagogue and he was excited because he was walking for the first time in his life. He had been crippled. He had been even in that position, in that place for 38 years. I'm saying child of God. He was walking with this mat. And what I saw in the word, <laughs> which quite baffled me, was that the people, when they saw him, they were not shocked that he could walk. They asked him, why are you carrying a mat? I'm just saying to you, child of God, when you have your renewed strength and your renewed vigor, there will be people who won't even be looking at the fact that, why are you now driving in the streets? Because they are expecting you to be still lying down in a park. They will be asking you, why are you driving using this type of a car or this and that instead of, because I'm telling you, child of God, there are people, there are enemies that are not so happy when you achieve things. But God promises us in his word. He says, I will lay your table in front of your enemies. So as this man has been renewed, he can now walk again. He doesn't care. He says, the man who healed me said I must carry my mat and walk. There are a lot of things, child of God, that when God has healed us, when Jesus has healed us, and Jesus has given us the promises that he has, people will remind you, aren't you the child of that family? Because they know that family, the people are not most probably expected to have achieved much. But because you have achieved, they want to remind you and take you back. I'm saying, when you have God in it. Don't mind what they ask you. Wave the mat. Wave it even higher, child of God, because it is proof that we have a God that heals. It is proof that we have Jesus who is compassionate. It is proof that you have been healed. You are no longer sitting on it. You are carrying it. Because, child of God, you are going to be waving all those infirmities, all those things that were keeping you down, all those things that were proof that you were down because now you are walking. The vigor is back. So Jesus became a solution here. And even today, child of God, we are not looking for strength anywhere else but in Jesus. Now God says he is the strength 
He will strengthen us. He is the strength that we need. It says in Zechariah 10 verse 12, So I will strengthen them in the Lord, and they shall walk up and down in his name. We are strengthened in the Lord. Our power comes from the Lord. Our power comes from the Most High God. That is why every day when we wake up, we wake up and knowing that our strength comes from the Lord. We don't rely on people pampering us. We don't rely on people telling us what God has already told us that we have conquered. We have succeeded because God says we are the chosen already. We are the chosen and we are conquerors. So as the chosen and conquerors, we will conquer. As the chosen and the conquerors, we will conquer. I just want to give you a few reasons why you need your strength to be renewed, child of God. Number one, so that you do not stop short of your promises, child of God. When you have renewed strength, renewed vigor, you don't stop short of your promises. When you have renewed strength and renewed vigor, you do not stop short of your promises. You do not stop short of the glory that God has given us. He said to them in Haggai, the glory of the latter house will even be much better. And if they had stopped short, they would not have seen the glory of the latter house. And when they continued, it said in the word, not only did they see the glory of the latter house, but even in their homes, they started seeing there was better harvest in their homes because it says in the word, I just want to read it for you. It says here in Haggai 2 from verse 18, it says, consider now from this day forward, from the 25th day of the ninth month, from the day Listen to this child of God. From the day the foundation of the temple was laid, consider it. Is the seed still in the barn? And yet the vine and the fig tree, the pomegranate and the oil tree have not yielded fruit. But from this day I will bless you. Now God not only was giving them the blessing in the latter house, the blessing of having fulfilled their purpose in life was that their buns were full, their vines grew, their fig trees had fruit, they had pomegranate, they had olive trees. In other words, harvest of notes just because they had gotten past disappointments. They had gotten past disappointments. And I'm telling you, child of God, if you go past disappointments and flatten them and look beyond and let God do whatever, because all that you need to do is work. He said to them, work. And immediately they laid down the foundation. The blessings started coming. I'm saying to you, child of God, all that you need to do is don't stop working. Don't stop doing what you're doing. Keep doing what you're doing because immediately there are blessings of walking in your purpose, of continuing to be guided by the Holy Spirit and walking in your purpose because you will see the promises of God. So don't stop short of your promises. Number two, the enemy is not your problem because God has already defeated the enemy. Jesus has already defeated the enemy. Don't even consider him in the equation because the word says, 
If God is for us, who can be against us? If God is for you, not even the devil can be against you. So don't even put him in the equation, child of God. So when you have renewed vigor, you will know that he is not even in the equation. Number three, if the Lord said it, it will come to pass. The Lord has given us so many promises, children of God. Ours is just to say, we are going to do it. We are going to not let discouragement come into the situation. We will have renewed vigor. It doesn't matter what it is that you've started. Have renewed vigor for it, to complete it, to do it, and God will do the rest. That is why he said to them, I am amongst you. And better still, we have Jesus in us. When we have Jesus in us, he has the compassion to do it for us. That is why he asked the men and said, what is it that you want? And today, we were bold enough to say, Lord, we would like you to renew our vigor. We would like you to renew our strength. We would like you to remove any disappointment, erase them, so that we have vigor and are able to do everything that has been purposed for us so that we can achieve and see the glory of the latter house. God promises us that his word of promises does not come back void. It says in Isaiah 55, verse 11, So shall my word be that goes forth from my mouth. It shall not return to me void, but it shall accomplish what I please, and it shall prosper in the things I sent it. So God has given us the promises. God is giving us the vigor. God is promising us because in his word, he says so. And I will read from Zechariah 10 verse 12 where it says, So I will strengthen them in the Lord and they shall walk up and down in his name. Thank you, Father, for your word. Thank you, my God, that you saw us fit, Father, to be renewed our strength, to be given vigor, my God, so that, my God, what you've blessed us with, we don't look at with disappointment. What you've blessed us with, we see, Father, that you are working in the process and we must do our part and work in the process. Thank you for strength, my God, because we are going to be running the mile and going and doing greater things that you, my Father, me will be glorified, that people will see, my God, that we are of you, that we have your power, that we have your strength, that we have your encouragement in us. Thank you, Jesus, for your word. In the name of Jesus, we thank you. Amen. If there's anyone who would like to accept the Lord Jesus as their Savior today, this is the chance because I want all of you to have the power that we have in us that keeps us encouraged, that has kept me encouraged in life, that keeps me going with my family and my children and my husband. And I want it for you too, to accept the Lord as your Savior. Just say, Lord, come into my heart. I'd like you to be my Lord and Savior as from today. I'd like God to be my father. Thank you, Lord, that I am a child of God from today onwards. In Jesus' most precious name, amen. Have a great day and enjoy 
being a child of God. And all of you, we thank God for his word and you will be strengthened. You will reach your purpose. You will find pleasure in living for Christ and walking with Christ. Amen.